1: Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. <laughs> I got two. I have two. Sorry, I shouldn't open the show laughing. Two fact checker cloud show stories today that are going to really tickle your fancy, I promise you, showing you how far we ventured into the propaganda realm. Did you hear about the crack pipe story? I got that, and another one coming up also. We're starting to figure it out. I've got some really heartwarming video coming up at the beginning of the show showing how patriots out there, conservatives, freedom lovers right now are figuring out how to use the tactics the left has used forever to move their needle to move our needle, to move the freedom train back into the freedom station. Do not miss this show. It's going to be loaded today. Today's show brought to you by ExpressVPN for peace of mind online. Protect your data. Get a VPN. Go to expressvpn.com slash Bongino. Welcome to the Damn Bongino show. I've also got a piece today. you know what the blue stack is? You don't know what the blue stack is and how they do what they do to make sure you're silenced. You may want to pay attention to this tablet mag piece we're going to talk about today. It is worth your time. If you're looking for a firearm that's easy to transport, you got to check out the US survival rifle from Henry Repeating Arms. It's a portable rifle you can put together and take apart in a few minutes. It's HenryUSA.com, and be sure to order a free catalog. They'll send it with free decals and a list of dealers in your area. That's HenryUSA.com for a free catalog and decals and to see the Henry U.S. Survival Rifle. All right, Joe, let's go. Here we go, Dano. Here we go. uh, Yes, sir, we do. Featured heavily in the opening, uh, heavily because he is a huge rock auto man. So thank you for that. So patriots around the world, not just in the United States, but around the world, Australia. New Zealand, Canada, Europe, even France. France is figuring it out. Patriots around the world are starting to figure out that the streets can be a tactical weapon in the fight for freedom. The left figured that out a long time ago, folks. The streets, what do you mean? You lift up the asphalt? No, no, we're not leftists who actually did, Antifa, lift up the asphalt. What was it? During the... 2020 election to start attacking people with the brakes. No, no, no. I'm not talking about that. That's leftist stuff. I'm talking about taking to the streets, showing your presence in the streets so that the media and the left can't ignore you. Folks, there is power in organizing in the streets. The left has figured it out a long time ago. We are starting to figure out that if we take their tactics and use them to advance freedom and liberty, that all of a sudden they get in a panic and they're in a messaging chaos moment right now. I'll show that to you later as well. They're in total messaging chaos. They don't know what to do about the Ottawa truckers, the freedom rallies around the world against these mandates. They don't know what to do about parents at school boards. They have no idea. Here, I want you to see this first, what I mean. So the uh, the tyrant running Canada right now, Prime Minister Trudeau, one of the most incompetent government leaders in the history of humankind, in the history of the known cosmos. As a matter of fact, Justin Trudeau, no life experience whatsoever, um, a goon of the highest order. Justin Trudeau decided it would be a good idea through his uh, surrogates in the, the Ottawa Police Department over there leadership, which is doing an, a, a god awful job. They said, listen, you're not allowed to bring gas and gas cans to these truckers. Uh, you know, you can't do that. So the citizens around uh, Ottawa, you patriots, and I love you for it. They said, really? We're not allowed to bring ga- gas cans are illegal now. Gas cans, that's kind of strange. We're going to give you the double barrel, family-friendly middle finger, and we're not only going to bring gas cans, we're going to bring a whole lot of them and arrest us all. How does that sound? This is what Taken to the Streets looks like. Take a look at this. You like oh, that? Oh,
0: man. Yes.
1: There you go. That's what it looks like, yes. folks. For those of you listening on audio, about a 10-second video. Check us out on Rumble. Don't miss it. It's right at the beginning of the show. Please. It is a line of patriotic Canadian citizens yes. walking up with gas cans in hand saying, not today, not tomorrow. And yeah, you're darn right. Next week doesn't look good either. It's not just taken to the streets. We're all figuring out right now. That's why the left is in a total messaging panic. Oh my gosh, it's an insurrection in Ottawa. They're playing Plinko. They're they're grilling up microwave pizza. You can't grill microwave pizza. You have to grill it. Here's some Virginia students figuring it out. Not only are we learning the lessons of the streets, to take to the streets, and God bless you for doing it, we're also creating another generation right now of patriotic, freedom-loving American citizens, these kids who will never forget what these leftist tyrants did with them, with masks, with closing down their schools. They will never, ever forget it, and the left is in a panic, and they don't know how to get this back right now. Here's some video from Loudoun County I saw yesterday circulating on social media of some Virginia students in Loudoun County delivering boxes or in, of affidavits to the uh, Loudoun County School Board These young men and women doing this will never forget the lessons they learned, that it's the streets and it's the organizing principles and assembling and speaking out that matters. Take a look at this and chin up, chest out. I'm telling you, the tide is about to turn on these tyrants, folks, and the messaging chaos and their fear shows that they know it too. Here, check this out. Folks, they're panicking. They are panicking. I see it. This is my entire life is dedicated to diagnosing and researching what these leftist, tyrant, totalitarian, anti-freedom activists are up to. They are so easy to predict. The left is very good at coordinating messaging. Tax the rich, fair share, healthcare equity. All of these messages, you've heard equity in general, You've heard these, right? They are coordinated messaging strikes. Joe Rogan's a racist. None of this stuff is actually true, based in fact at all. But they're coordinated messaging strikes. When you see scattershot messaging coming from the left, I'll show you in a minute. Don't go anywhere, please. Important show. When you see scattershot messaging, one guy saying one thing, one leftist nut saying another thing, another leftist media nut saying another thing, you know they're discombobulated. They don't know what to do. They can't agree on how to fight back. Joe, we've done this before. We've yes, sh- I'm going to show you evidence now. But here, here's one example of it. And this goes under, I have this list of Irony alert. Here's Justin Trudeau, a totally kneecapped here, does not know what to do messaging-wise. He starts attacking the truckers. He goes on with this whole, they didn't play the whole thing, talk about swastikas, making this whole thing up. This swastika thing had nothing to do with the truckers at the rally. Nothing. They're just making this crap up. This is what they do, right? Here's Trudeau talking about what appears to be his own lockdowns. But he's really talking about the truckers. Here, listen to this. Individuals are trying to blockade our economy, our democracy, and our fellow citizens' daily lives. It has to stop. Wait, was he talking about individuals in the government? Oh, oh no, he was talking about the truckers. This is how you know they are in complete messaging chaos. When they say something that could be very easily turned around to apply to individuals in the government themselves, they don't know what to do. So just to be clear, blockading the economy now is a bad thing because that's what you did. Oh, no, 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 no. When we did it, it was good. It was benevolent. When they do it, it's evil and they're Nazis carrying swastikas irony alert right no irony you want to see an epic irony alert here i have never in my life seen a tweet seen a tweet sum up where we are right now on the left and the total messaging chaos with the left and the media is part of the left please let's not even we don't need to relitigate that we all know that the media are full-blown left they're not serious people right here is a tweet by the associated press there's a picture of Neil Young in this tweet, which which I find quite hilarious. But let me read the tweet to you first from the Associated Press, talking about the Spotify incident. Again, this falls under the irony alert thing. Like Facebook and Twitter, Spotify is learning the limits of deflecting responsibility for what is said on its platform. (laughs) Podcasting has few standards for policing content, so the company is treading new ground with fans and critics of Joe Rogan. There's a picture of Neil Young at the bottom of the tweet. So let's just sum that up for a minute. This is an epic, epic self-owned like I've never seen. Just to be clear, Joe, you have the Associated Press tweeting about policing content on Twitter, a censorship platform that censored Hunter Biden election uh, information before the election and rigged an election to make sure you couldn't vote With a full portfolio of information. So tweeting about policing content. On a lefty platform that rigs elections. And then beneath it. Attached is a picture of Neil Young. And and our self described artist. Musician. Who was on a tour. Years ago. Called the free speech tour. (laughs) If there isn't a. Am I Joe am I crazy. If there isn't a tweet. That sums up the irony alert. Of where we are right now. I don't know what is. Press, tweeting about policing content on a censorship platform, featuring a picture of Neil Young, a guy pushing for censorship, who once had a tour called the Free Speech Tour. Unbelievable, <laughs> man! Oh yeah. no, no, sadly, yeah, sadly, very <laughs> believable where we are now with right. these media people. They don't. The, the hilarious thing, Joe, is they tweeted that without any sense of like. Hey, we're the media, right? Should we be (laughs) uh, tweeting about policing content? No, no, no one at the AP caught that at all. No No one. (laughs) Yeah, not one person. Now, listen, this is one of the best. You know, I I love that you signed up for my newsletter. I appreciate that. But these are the moments where it really helps. This is an article that is, my father used to say, Daniel, that's a must do. He used to tell me every time I used to have to do something. The must, you got to, it's a must, Daniel. He used to say that all the time, my dad. This, I used to hate when he says, you probably hate it when I say this, too, but this please is a must read. I'm begging you to please read this article. It's called The Blue Stack Strikes Back. Hat tip our buddy Mitchell who submits content sometimes. I like Mitchell because he doesn't email us every day. He emails us when something's good. So I know to take a look. This tablet mag article, The Blue Stack Strikes Back. So let's go into what the blue stack is and how they work and quote strike back. This article will be in my newsletter today. It is the first submission in it. If you go to Bongino.com slash newsletter, please uh, sign up. It is free. This article is right there. It's by Zaid Jelani. What is the blue stack, folks? This describes perfectly the process by which the new totalitarian symbiote, government, big tech, academia, the entertainment community, and the organized activist left, all collude to enact totalitarianism and censorship. He lays out the state, that's the blue stack, those entities I just addressed, right? So first he talks about, just three screenshots from this piece, but they're critical. He talks about how the blue stack works to create a censorship push and to get information pushed off the internet and elsewhere. He says, quote, first, these activists create a panic about misinformation or offensive speech. Second, the social media platforms try to meet them halfway by introducing measures like warning labels. Third, the activists realize they've drawn blood. See why you can't apologize? And they continue to push for outright censorship. Finally, the social media platforms give in and remove the offending voice from their platforms altogether. That is exactly how the blue stack works activists, and I don't want to leave out experts, too, when I'm using air quotes. Experts. Remember the national security experts that said the Hunter Biden story was Russian disinformation? Oh, remember the 270 so-called medical experts that said Joe Rogan needs to be censored for medical misinformation? You see how they create a panic? Brilliant. Brilliant. Let's go to part two of this piece about the blue stack. Remember who they are? The entertainment community, academia, government, the left-wing media, activist groups, the Soros-funded operations, they're all working together to emulate Chinese communism and censorship here in the United States. And it's working for them. Believe me, it's working. That's why the parallel economy is flourishing. Here, they go to part two here. Quote, American elites, unlike their Chinese counterparts, have never had the ability to imprison people for wrong think or derank undesirables in a social credit system. They haven't had the ability to put people in jails, What he's getting at. Hold till the end of the show on that one, because that may be next. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They go on. But the alliance, again, talking about the blue stack, between the media, progressive activists, certain government officials and bureaucrats, big uh, uh, technology firms, And other powerful institutions like business and banking now allows them to shape events through what tablet uh, Wesley Yang has called the vertical messaging apparatus. When a politically inconvenient story appears at an inopportune time, one about, say, the corruption of the Democratic presidential candidate's son, the blue stack takes unified action to quickly suppress it. Oh, yes, that's right. The experts and activists put out a letter saying the Hunter Biden story was definitely Russian disinformation, had the hallmarks, excuse me, of Russian disinformation. Stories suppressed. Biden wins the election. Strange. Final piece of this. Talking about how this tactics, the same tactics they used against Rogan. 270 medical professionals said Rogan needs to be censored. 70 intelligence officials or whatever say this is Russian. It's all a lie. It's all a lie. It doesn't matter. The last part, he talks about how they use this tactic on Hunter Biden. He says dozens of former officials from the intelligence community can sign a letter baselessly insinuating that the Hunter Biden story was just Russian disinformation. The mainstream media can publish it. And then social media companies friendly to or fearful of the Democratic Party can collude to limit access to the original reporting. This is... Is the blue stack. This is the censorship symbiote. This is the Eddie Brock venom symbiote of censorship and totalitarianism happening right now. What's the off ramp out? I cannot emphasize to you enough. Rumble, Substack, Give, Send, Go, these other platforms, Truth Social coming out, away and totally disconnected from the leftist censorship economy. And if you don't think potential investigations of you using the criminal infrastructure are next, You better damn well stay tuned. I got that story coming up too. Folks, on the other side of this break here, I want to show you, I mentioned in the beginning, the show's lined up the way it is very specifically. I said to you in the beginning, I can tell they're now panicking. They're creating a new generation of activists and kids. They're terrified what's going to happen now. They're seeing the right now organized for freedom and liberty and use the streets, a tactic they had an almost monopoly on until the Tea Party revolution. They're panicked, and you can sense it in their messaging chaos. I'm going to show you in a minute what I mean, how they can't seem to agree on a talking point with a montage and a uh, and, an, and, a, and a, uh, an op-ed. It's critical. Please stay tuned. Please. Here is the evidence. I'm going to put a, put a, an audio-video montage up next of the left saying, you know, a, a thousand different things. It's an insurrection. It's an anti-vaxxer. They don't know what to do. But first, I wanted to put this up quick. Here is a ridiculous op-ed by a guy who should just leave public life forever after writing this. The beclowning of this guy. Uh, I mean, the, the the self-beclowning. Here's a guy by the name of Gary Mason, whose name will live in infamy from this point on. Apparently he writes at Global or the Globe and Mail or i I've never heard of this place before. Thank you, G. And he's trying to make the claim here that freedom, Joe, fr- freedom is like a white supremacy thing or something. Whoa! Is that kind of ra- Joe, just check it. is that kind of racist? That's what is pretty he suggesting racist, that yeah. blacks and minorities and people of color and indigenous people don't like freedom? Sound- Gee, racist? Does that sound racism check? Does that sound racist? Gee says a little bit. Joe, you agree, right? Is yeah, that- big a time. Racism check? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Joe's saying big time. Joe and Gee did Gee say a little bit? Joe's saying, oh, no, big time. Definitely ran." I have an assignment, Joe, on this one. Big time race. I'm kidding. Gee's being sarcastic. You all get the drink. But here we yeah. go. Gary Mason should leave public life forever after humiliating himself. Says this about the Ottawa rally. See the messaging? Listen for the messaging chaos here. MAGA hats and Trump signs, Joe. They've been ubiquitous at the Freedom Convoy occupation in Ottawa, which has attracted donations and political support from the U.S., Gosh, it goes on this is listen to this horror one man rode a horse joe through the downtown streets carrying a flag emblazoned with the word trump oh my oh my gosh be too much it goes on it gets even worse man i know i know it's hard to take if you need a break let us know it's a tape show he goes on the word freedom could be found on most signs being touted by the protesters. This is definitely hate
2: speech.
1: He says for many, it's a word that's become code for white identity politics and the far right's weapon of choice. In the culture wars. Dude! <laughs> Dude, come on. I I gotta tell you I'm a little disappointed here. I know you don't I, I appreciate that you don't like to wear out the sound effect. You know it drives Paula crazy, but I know where you're actually cra- If that's not a, I mean, that's at least a double month. I, I don't you- usually call for it. I'm, I'm sorry, I gotta like. There it comes, brother. And you're right. I'm not even joking. <laughs> 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 this isn't an act, folks. I really, this is. I'm. I look for this stuff. Thank you, Joe. I appreciate it. Joe Any uses full to- discretion over the mutley. I had a call for it. This, you do you see it? You see the chaos here. They don't know what to do anymore. They don't know how to describe a tactic they've used for years. People taking to the streets, except we're actually peaceful and they're not. They don't know what to do. So they're just randomly pulling stuff. Trump hats, freedom signs, white supremacy, code, culture war, insurrection, siege, plinko. Pizza, it. I'm not joking. Houston if you listen Santa to my radio show, so you know what I mean. cats living together. <laughs> yes, to yes, 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 yes. <laughs> that's, <it. laughs> that's it. They don't know what to do. That is our messaging chaos little stinger every single time. Here, watch and listen for it here. It's even more evident in this video audio clip. Hat tip, Grabian, the great Tom Elliott over at Grabian. Here is a media montage of the messaging chaos here where they can't seem to decide. Is it a racist rally? Is it a white supremacy thing? Is it a siege? Is it an insurrection? What is it? They can't. They are in total chaos. Check this out.
2: Sedition. Insurrection. A threat to democracy.
0: This city is under siege. They are now calling it an occupation.
2: Alarming situation there in Ottawa. The police chief is calling it a nationwide insurrection driven by madness. This is kind of our
1: insurrection by air horn moment. I think it's part of the globalization of Trumpism. Canadians know where I stand.
0: There hasn't been as much violence as some had perhaps projected, but that does not necessarily mean that it has been peaceful.
2: Reports of severe vandalism and criminal behavior.
1: Streets are clogged. The honking is incessant and deafening. This pandemic
0: has sucked
2: for all Canadians. Residents that I have spoken to who say they feel terrorized. Intimidated residents say they feel like hostages. Residents in that area say that they are being held hostage. That this freedom has essentially, this freedom convoy, as they call it, has essentially imposed a lockdown on them. Some protesters harassed a soup kitchen. These anti-vaxxers
1: actually took food from the mouths of uh, the homeless. Hum-
0: hungry, yeah.
1: Because they were they're, they're they're so put upon.
0: There have not been any violent outbursts. However, horns have been honking for 12 to 21 hours a night. The-
1: small fringe minority of people who are on their way to Ottawa or who are uh, holding unacceptable uh, views uh, that they're expressing. Folks that goes on. What is it, Joe? For like another minute. We just yeah. had it. Joe had to cut it because we, I, you know, it's, it's a show. I don't want to have it. that goes on for another two minutes and candidly probably could go on for another 10 minutes. If you want to watch the full thing, follow Tom Elliott, Grabien, G-R-A-B-I-E-N. On social media, he puts these clips up all the time. It's one of the best accounts out there. You see it. You sense the chaos now. Because every day it's a litany of bad news, and I get it. We're just like, enough is enough with this guy. I know a lot of you are ready to kind of like, I get it. I'm, believe me, I do this for a living. And sometimes you're like, when are things going to change? And you're like pounding the desk like, my gosh, don't they see what they're doing? I'm telling you, things are changing. We will always fix it in the end. The bottom is near if we haven't hit it already. People are figuring it out. And you can always tell by the left's response, knowing we're figuring it out. Whenever they nail it and they all speak to a common talking point, you know they're not too concerned and they think they've beat us. You know, Kavanaugh's a rapist. Remember, you heard that from like, you know, 50, 60 people. And then at the end, it became all kinds of different messages. Kavanaugh's a drunk. Kavanaugh missed school. That's how you know they're panicked. You just saw it. Freedom, insurrection, freedom's white supremacy, siege. Is it violent? No, but it's horn honking, and that's violent. (laughs) It's just glorious (laughs) to watch. Glorious. All right. Let me move on. So uh, I want to play something for you because, folks, it's not just regular, you know, average joes like us out there who are figuring it out you know i've had a uh i over the last few weeks have covered a sensitive topic with me the uh, P- pope francis and what i what i believe to be his leanings now towards socialism and uh totalitarianism because he uses bud buzzwords like social media misinformation that's i'm deeply concerned he's one of the most powerful people in the world pope francis he's not just a spiritual leader folks i mean he is but his voice carries a lot of weight. So the left has been using what he's been saying as a vehicle to enact socialism and totalitarianism under the uh, under the guise of misinformation. In other words, the left saying, we don't like the information you're giving, so we're going to try to censor it using the blue stack. Now, Pope Francis doesn't understand the blue stack, apparently, and how the blue stack works to suppress, suppress free speech and God-given rights. But ladies and gentlemen, this is why I will never leave the Catholic Church, because the Catholic Church is ours. It's ours. It's not the Pope's because we do have some people standing up. Some people standing up who see the threat. I want you to listen to this. This is uh, Father Martin, Father Marty as they call him. It's in a church, um, a local church that I, that I go to. Father Marty's a freedom fighter and he doesn't care about the consequences. He gave a powerful homilies last week. I wasn't there to see it because I had a quarantine because of COVID. But I'd like you to listen to about a minute and 30 of it, where this was his message from the pulpit about freedom and misinformation and about God's truth, which is the only truth that matters. Check this out.
2: The definitions of misinformation and disinformation are sin and lies. It is not misinformation or disinformation to question. The narrative. It is not misinformation or disinformation to request evidence of the narrative. I can go on for hours, each of you can as well, on all of the terrible ways that misinformation and disinformation has been falsely labeled. For example, for nearly 50 years now, It's been crammed down our throats that the justification for abortion, the justification for taking the life of an innocent from the womb is my body, my choice. We've been hearing that for almost 50 years now. But now, if somebody who has legitimate health reasons for not getting the vaccine says my body, my choice, they're instantly condemned as a mass murderer or much much worse. Just last week, we heard in the second reading that we are called to rejoice in the truth. But how can we rejoice in the truth when it is being blasphemed as misinformation and disinformation? The results of this has been had a strong fit.
1: You see it? You feel it? I can feel it. I got goosebumps. I can feel it happening. It's happening everywhere. People are starting to see the damage of this new totalitarian culture being hoisted upon their back. And you're watching the revolution happen in lifetime. And I got to tell you, I'm honored to be a part of it. The fact that I've become public enemy number one to the left only tells me I'm doing something right. And only makes me want to redouble my efforts. Thanks, Father Marty, for speaking out at great risk to yourself. And he knows exactly what I mean, but he did it anyway because it matters. All right, I've got a lot more coming up, including the paralysis of the fact checkers here. They don't know what to do either. They're totally paralyzed by Joe Biden because all of the nonsense he keeps doing. So they have to continually degrade their own credibility and go deeper down the rabbit hole to try to attack people like me and try to prevent Joe Biden from accumulating any more negative political capital. And I have to tell you, it is hilarious to watch them just sit there and dangle. They don't know what to do. We have this little thing. We're going to do it for this show too. Jim and I on the radio show, this thing called Fact Checker Clown Show. So it's Fact Checker Clown Show time here again. Again, showing you how I've now become public enemy number one. If you're saying to yourself, My gosh, I'm starting to see Dan's name in just about every leftist site now. Yeah, yeah. That's because of what we've done with Rumble and this parallel economy we've helped create. It's driving them nuts. It's driving them mad. They don't know what to do. So here's our good friend Bill McCarthy again. I'll show you a picture of Bill I and mean, Bill's about I don't know. I don't I don't know. Bill looks like a very young man. I'm not sure his life experience is commensurate with what he thinks is uh intellectual aptitude is but that's for a whole other day so yesterday he reaches out old bill and he says hey look at this we're gonna run a fact check on that graphic on your fox show i said wow that's interesting you are that's pretty funny because we already corrected the fact check on monday on the fox show did he miss that gee did you miss that no gee joe did you miss that no no, you saw it, right? It did happen. I'm not crazy, right? Nah, you, I wasn't you, doing no, peyote you're. or anything like that. No, you're cool. That. Okay, we're yeah, good, are right? good. Yeah, thanks, buddy. Yeah, we're... All right, okay. Joe goes back and forth between we're good and we're cool. Good to know. Um, where I stated that the uh, fact check and the the graph the graphic that made it up was, uh, quote, hilariously wrong. Sounds like we kind of fact checked ourselves. That wasn't good enough for for young Bill. <laughs> Bill had to dig right in. So I saw this on PolitiFact yesterday. Politif- this is PolitiFact, they call themselves. They said, Dan Bongino, here's a screenshot, if you want to see it on Rumble, before they changed it, of course. Dan Bongino stated on February 5th, 2022, in a TV segment, the quote, he puts quotes, so I stated this in quotes, actually quotes twice, is one thing I didn't even realize it. The top 10 most unhealthy US cities are San Francisco, Seattle, Portland, Oregon, San, Francisco, San Diego, Honolulu, Washington, you get it, it goes on and on. I stated that? Gee, did you hear me state that? Joe, did you hear me state that on the uh, show? No, I didn't, Dan. Yeah, it's weird because I was there. Matter of fact, so was Gee. He was there too because Gee does some of the production here. It's kind of weird. I don't remember saying that. So, so we emailed Bill back and said, "Yeah, you know, Bill. Given that you've now engaged in actual malice by knowingly lying about what I stated, um, because I didn't state anything of the sort." ever during that segment i don't know what he's talking about all of a sudden bill did a little edit it's kind of weird after that how that edit appeared right away once we sent them a notice that we were about to uh file some legal action again here's all Bill out dan bonjito stated on february 5th 2022 in a tv segment graphic oh oh you gotta throw that in later oh really weird and but notice he still has quotes up as if someone actually stated that. Yeah. So we'll see what our next step is. I haven't yet decided, um, but it's obvious exa- obviously an example of actual malice in media and what they do to try to defame people. Um, here's Bill. Probably understand why there. Bill looks like a young man, but uh, he's got a lot of experience, folks. Um, Bill was an intern and uh, graduated Duke in uh, with public policy, and he has a certificate, guys, in public uh, policy journalism. Ooh. Yeah, he's like, man, this guy looks really smart. He does. He's clearly a genius. You um, should probably look up all those laws about actual malice and stuff like that. So he claims that I stated that about these unhealthiest cities. So I, I thought maybe it's just me because if this you know, were to go to court, I'm sure they'll try to say, no, stated means all this different stuff and it means this and that. So I went to a, the dictionary, Collins Dictionary, and I looked up the definition of stated. Just to be sure, Joe, that I'm not reading this thing wrong, right? No. Pun intended. (laughs) Says definition of stated. Stated in American English. Even gives you the pronunciation. Stated. It says fixed or set as by agreement or declared, especially in specific terms expressed. Hmm. Did I declare that? Did I express that? In specific terms? I don't remember saying any of that. Kind of an invented fact check, no? So I thought, okay, maybe I'm just reading this whole thing wrong, Joe. So I looked up Oxford languages here. Synonyms for stated. Because maybe I didn't state it. Maybe I, oh, express. Did I express those words? Nope. Mm -mm. Did I voice those words? Nope. Did I utter those words? Nope. Did I say them, tell them, declare them, affirm them, assert them, aver them, or announce them? No, nah, I didn't do any of that either. We'll see what our next step is with old Bill. I think Bill's got himself in a weird corner now, doesn't he? And Bongito stated those things, so I have a little challenge to Bill. I will publicly apologize to young Bill on the show if Bill can show me stating verbally any of what he put in quotations on there. And we'll see who's checking facts or not. I doubt Bill will be able to do that because Bill knows he made it up. But we'll see how he answers the challenge if I stated that. We'll see how he responds after we sent him that legal email that we were going to pursue some legal action against him. All of a sudden, Bill wasn't so brave anymore. Let's do a little edit here quick and pretend no one notices. Okay, sure. Good job, Bill. All right, moving on. (laughs) <laughs> a lot more there folks you have no idea <laughs> poor josh <Why> Joseph? <laughs> you guys have no no idea all right so uh we got we, a lot of times we get viewer feedback especially in the form of questions and by the way i know it's only wednesday but if you would like to submit a question for this week's questions for dan's segment you can always comment on the rumble videos preferably the thursday and uh videos but you can do today's too and i always put out a post on my locals account i'm at the bongino on the locals app Uh, questions and submit them but sometimes we get lovely feedback from leftists too i rarely put it up but this one's good so i wanted you all to see it here's an email we got from a jeremy hutchison hutchison to dan bongino subject go back to new york this is a quote from jeremy this is love we're going to call this lovely liberal love letters all else can we do that as a segment key we do a stinger for that too yeah we got to do because i get a lot of these and sometimes they're kind of funny but I don't want to steal Dana Lash's segment. It was her idea. Dana Lash does the hate mail bag, and Dana's got a great idea going. And then she uses the, the, the advertising funds. It's a branded segment to go and buy ammo to go shoot at the range. That's Dana's idea, but this is kind of funny. We'll just do these once in a while. This Jeremy Hutchinson says, we don't like you down here. Acting Florida is your hit with an S in front of it. Folks. This is the actual words. I can't even spell. You're right. I'm, This is uh, apparently has an issue with the English language. We've been living, you scumbag New York boys, coming down to our Florida and acting like it's yours. Go fly your New York flag in Texas. Florida crackers don't need your BS in Florida. You ain't from here, so go back to New York. Thank you, Jeremy. That is our edition of Lovely Liberal Love Letters for the Week sent to Dan. Thank you, Jeremy. And, and by the way, I'm just, liberals, you're free to send us email. Just understand when you send it, it, it could be part of the show. I just want you all to know that. So thank you, Jeremy, for your edition of Lovely Liberal Love Letters to Dan. We'll make that kind of a regular segment. And Yes, and we, well, yes, he said it right, Joe. So incredibly eloquent and well spoken. Oh, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Well done. Yes. <laughs> Maybe uh, hook up with Bill McCarthy. You guys could do like a whole English thing, and he can tell you what state he can tell you what stated means and all like that. You guys could work that out. So I tell you what, I don't throw off the last. Let me get to the last sponsor first, folks. I just want to. I want to. Uh, I appreciate your patience with the sponsor, but I want to get through this next again. A story yesterday, so bad for the Biden administration. You may have heard it. So bad, I could tell within seconds. That the fact checkers were going to go out there to run cover for Biden. I could tell within seconds, even though the story is true and they acknowledge it. I could tell in seconds. But stay tuned. We'll get to that in a second. Good show today. Sorry. self praise things, but I'm loving this show. So I saw this story yesterday. And as with most stories, I wanted to apply the Bongino rule. So I gave it 24 hours to simmer to make sure it was correct. And I saw a lot of credible media outlets, notice I said credible, start to pick up the story. And I thought, my gosh, this story sounds really damaging. The Biden administration funding a $30 million program that included as a component of it uh, crack pipes. And I thought, nah. I it, listen, even me who has no faith whatsoever in the Biden administration, I'm not kidding. I said, no, no, no. This has got to be a hoax. Like, there's no way this is real. So I started looking it up, waited a little bit, and I saw this story on Fox, which describes exactly that program. Sam Dorman, Fox News. Crack pipe distribution funded by HHS, Health and Human Services. Prioritizing, quote, underserved communities, says a report. Quote, The Health and Human Services Department is rolling out a $30 million grant program that will fund the distribution of items like crack pipes for smoking illicit substances, according to a new report. Folks, (laughs) the story's authentic. Now, again, I kid you not. In my head, I'm saying it will only be seconds before the fact checkers are out there trying to run defense for the Biden administration. For funding a program, one of its subcomponents is the funding of crackpipes. So I, of course, I go right to where I go all the time. I, I haven't gone to PolitiFact yet. I, uh, We already did a segment on that clown show over there. But where do people go? They go to Snopes. So I just put in a search engine, Snopes crackpipes. Now, instead of Snopes saying, yes, this is in fact a real program with a subcomponent, that's not what they say. Snopes attacks the story. And acknowledges later on. They say the story is that that that, that it's mostly false or whatever their designation is at snopes, snopes. But then down if you read three, four paragraphs down, weird, Joe, it says that the program is actually real. Hmm. That it does provide smoking kits. But don't worry, Joe. It's only a subcomponent of the program. Oh, okay. So it's only a subcomponent of smoking pipes for like cracking stuff. That's their fact check. You can't make this up. You can't make this up. We are living with Pravda. Pravda, in the United States. I knew it. I knew it would just be seconds before the fact checkers were on this. Now, just know this story is accurate. It's not wrong. In the interest of providing accuracy. Now, by the way, just so you know, I'll get to that point in a second. But. Fake book has an algorithm because this story is so damaging to the Biden family for a number of reasons, if you know what I mean, if you post about this, I can almost guarantee you, you will get caught up in a fact check algorithm, even though the story is true. But in the interest of authenticity, because we're not journalists, we actually do facts here. It's not the whole program, but the million dollar, 30 million dollar grant program is real. And this distribution of smoking kits is, in fact, a subcomponent of it. That story is real. Post about it. Watch what happens on Facebook as it automatically trips into Pravda mode to try to protect Joe Biden again. Tell me again why we don't need to get off these programs. And tell me again these fact checkers are serious people. And I thought to myself, I was arguing with Geraldo last night on Hannity, as I do on Tuesday nights sometimes. You know, he was backing this program up. And and listen, I say to people with drug problems and drug users uh, all the time, um, you know, you'll always have a home here. Always. I've got friends with serious drug problems. But ladies and gentlemen, I am not going to pay through my tax dollars to make smoking crack easier for you. It's a point I was making to Geraldo last night. And the other point I was making is how we live in two Americas right now, which is the gist of the... Uh, segment on my show that that fact checker kid attacked. We live in two Americas right now. There's a freedom-loving, anti-censorship America and a totalitarian left pro-censorship America. We're two countries right now, folks. I wish we weren't, but we are. And I thought there's no better example than this story. Smoke crack, you can be the recipient of a $30 million grant program to get uh, free smoking kits, yet... Dare not to get the vaccine for whatever medical reason. You're prone to blood clots. You've had a bad experience with vaccines in the past. And there are lefties seriously arguing if you should be denied health care. Some actually doing it. No, they're not. Dan. Oh, here we go. I just put this in a search engine, too. I put the question in a search engine. Should the unvaccinated be denied health care? You know what's crazy, Joe? An article came up called, should the unvaccinated be denied health care? The exact title, the exact title for boom, right there. As hospitals reach capacity, the ethics of who is prioritized in triage gets murky. It does. I thought hospitals we treat the sick, not the sick we don't agree with politically. Uh, call me crazy, Joe. It, were we nuts? I, I thought that. I you know, do no harm. I, I man, Hippocratic girl, oath. I uh, yeah. just sick. You're supposed to be sick. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, the only criteria, right? Right, Joe? That's the only criteria? <laughs> i just checking. I'm like, Joe's been alive a lot longer than me. You just got to be sick. You don't have to go in there and show your party affiliation, your Democrat card, your union card. You don't have to show any of that. Right. You don't have to bring in CRT documents. You just show up sick. Thanks, Joe, for clarifying. Not anymore. Not anymore. Now, I, I thought, Joe, before we, before we go on, I, was gonna, I wasn't going to say but this is going to create an interesting conundrum from the lefties seriously considering about treating people who are unvaccinated, just, you know, let them die or whatever. What if they're crack smokers who got a free smoking kit from the government? Do you treat them then? And they have COVID and they didn't get vaccinated. Now the left's like, what do we do now? How do we figure this out? Political narrative. We hate unvaccinated people, but we really love Joe Biden and Snopes told us it wasn't real. Crack smokers, what do, do? what do we do? I don't know. It's kind of your problem. See how we don't have these problems on the right? We just kind of treat sick people, whether they're liberals or communists or whatever. We just don't let them die. You see that? see how we do that? You have all these problems on the left. You wonder why you hate yourselves all the time? You're always pulling your hair out every day, foaming at the mouth while you're angry at the world. Because you have these little conundrums in your head all the time. Don't treat the unvaccinated. Awful. What if they smoke crack? Joe Biden gave them a crack pipe. What do we do? Luckily, I don't have any hair, so <laughs> I don't have a problem. Now, I would said to you in the beginning of the show, that this censorship thing was getting dangerous and that the left hasn't yet figured out a way to emulate the Chinese Communist Party's imprisoning tactics of their political opponents. They've emulated the censorship tactics. Let's not even confuse that. That's absolutely true. We discussed in the beginning of the show, the blue stack. Now, you may be saying, yeah, we're safe for now. We'll probably get banned from social media, all that other stuff that happens, shut down our businesses, boycotted, and all that, but at least we won't find ourselves in jail. Really? Here's an article at Bongino.com. Like I said, read the newsletter today, Bongino.com slash newsletter. This is by our good friend, Matt Palumbo. DHS terrorism bulletin warns of a terror threat from people, quote, spreading false narratives that undermine trust in government. This is another one of those stories, folks. I said to Matt, Matt, do not write this on my website until we're absolutely sure it is true, this DHS bulletin. Oh, it's true. It's true. Matt says one part of the bulletin stands out when it comes to who this DHS bulletin is targeting. Here's a quote from it. While the conditions underlying the heightened threat landscape have not significantly changed over the last year, the convergence of the following factors has increased the volatility, unpredictability, and complexity of the threat environment, Joe. uh One, the proliferation of false or misleading narratives which sow discord or undermine public trust in government institutions. What? The did you just read? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Per, yeah, perfect timing. Perfect timing. What? I don't even. I I don't even know how to describe that. The DHS Department of Homeland Security is citing some threat environment memo and calling out. False or misleading narratives which sow discord or undermine public trust in U.S. government institutions. Call me crazy. I thought we had this First Amendment thing. Folks, it's not a joke. No, this is beyond serious. I've warned you over and over that Overton window keeps moving. We're now at the point now where the Department of Homeland Security, along with the FBI, who thought it would be a good idea, To create a terror tag for parents who show up in protest at school board meetings. We now have the Department of Homeland Security putting out a memo that may indicate a shift in resources towards investigating you. You think we're making this up? Read the piece yourself as a screenshot of the memo. And to the members of Congress and the Senate up there, if there aren't hearings about this tomorrow morning, then you guys have failed. And I get it, you can't control entirely the committee hearings, but if you can't do it because they won't let you do it, then you should hold your own hearings outside of Congress and do them yourself. This is a disgrace. Should not be one dime of funding that goes to DHS until they explain this. This is the second biggest controversy of the Biden administration. The first was Jen Psaki calling for censorship from the platform. The second is this, DHS talking about political narratives that undermine trust in government also known as free speech. All right, folks, we got to run. Thank you. I really enjoyed today's show. It means a lot to me. And thank you to Father Marty again. Uh, One small request again, please sign up for my Rumble account. We added 100,000 new subscribers to my Rumble account. 100,000 in about eight days. That is ridiculously good. And I can't thank you enough. Rumble.com, R-U-M-B-L-E, rumble.com slash Bongino rumble.com slash Bongino. Thank you so much. Thanks for your support. See you tomorrow. You just heard Dan
2: Bongino.